the day that the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing, and we're so glad to be in this beautiful day on today. Amen. We're back with you once again on today, and our topic today, we are discussing choose you this day, who will you serve? I'm sorry, choose you this day, will you be single and happy? or single and miserable. I'm almost about to quote the scriptures, choose you this day whom you're going to serve, amen. But choose you this day, will you be single and happy or happy and single? This topic is very dear to my heart. This topic is very, very dear to my heart. Um, and it's dear to my heart because the time that we're living in now, I really see a lot of single ladies that are happy and then I see some that are sad and it kind of disturbed me you know a little bit because you know you don't have to be sad you know you don't have to be miserable you can be happy you can be joyous you can walk around with a smile upon your face you know um, you don't have to feel like you're a second-class citizen or you lower than the next lady that is married. But I just really want to encourage our single ladies on today because I want you to know that, you know, um, every person in this world, every person, they have a choice whether they're going to be happy or miserable. And I want you to just think about that. Just think about just what I said, I have a choice to either be happy or to be miserable. And the thing is, it doesn't matter about your situation or it doesn't matter about your circumstance. You still can make the choice in your situation and you can make that choice in your circumstance, whether you're going to be happy or whether you're going to be miserable. And I want to just define those two words. I want to define the word miserable. The word miserable means unhappy, uneasy, uncomfortable, full of misery. Again, I want to read that definition again. And maybe you may find yourself in that status of find yourself, your emotions are there. It says to be miserable means to be unhappy, uneasy, uncomfortable and full of misery. Now we know certain times, we know at certain times that um, we all can feel miserable at times, okay? But we shouldn't make that our lifestyle. We shouldn't be every day because you have, you know, people, um, you know, people die, people are sick and we feel kind of uneasy, you know, um, uncomfortable, unhappy, you know, that's, that's just the natural, um, aspect of us, you know, but we talking about being miserable, you know, practically every day of your life, you know, um, at least three or four times out of the week, you know, you're miserable. So, Listening to that definition, I want you to just kind of examine yourself because you know where you are. Now I want to take um, the definition for happy. Happy means enjoying a condition or situation. Enjoying a condition or a situation. You know, if you're single, you're in a situation. You're in a status. So, to be enjoying it. And that's what we want to talk about today. We, we want, and we, again, you know, every day, you know, we, we have circumstance that 
that comes in our life. Again, I say people experience death. Something tragic happens, you know. And during the time, of course, if someone mom died or somebody close to him, I don't, I don't expect for you to just be giggling or laughing. But again, three or four times a week, you should not be unhappy, you know. Or every day, you should not be unhappy. So this, this making a choice whether you're going to be single happy. This is saying that practically, you know, basically. Your whole day, you know, is not going to be sad because you're single. You're going to be happy because you're single. We're talking about single now, okay? You, you, you know, you, you, you're not going to be miserable because you're single, okay? So we wanted to just define those two. And as we talk about the life of a, of a single woman, I want you all single ladies to know it is God's desire that you are happy in your status. You're happy in your status and you are happy with your status. Now, when I talk about being happy in your status, it doesn't mean that you don't want to never get married, okay? Um, mostly, every lady wants to, be, wants to get married. Now, we have some that don't have a desire to get married, to each his own, but majority of women, you know, they want to get married. You know, they want to live that married life. They want to have a husband. They want to have children. They want to have a happy home. You know, they want to have a wedding. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with that. Marriage is mostly, mostly every lady's dream is to get married. But being happy in your status means if I do get married, I'm happy. And if I don't get married, I'm still happy. So that's where you have to be because believe it or not, I know it's a desire and I know, you know, the TVs have fooled us, the movies has fooled us, people has fooled us and think that everybody that's a lady is going to get married. Some people are not going to get married. Some people, it doesn't matter how much you desire, there are some ladies that's going to be single. Now, I'm not saying that that's the choice for everybody, but I just, I don't want you to get it twisted. And I, I, I don't want you to be fooled by it. There are some people that remain single until the coming of the Lord. But whatever you remain, just be happy. Amen? Now, I want you to understand something, that your happiness as a single lady, your happiness, it lies in the hands of no one but you. Okay, you are the one that control your happiness. Nobody controls your happiness. It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter what they say. You control your response. I have this saying on, um, on my office door that I just took off on Sunday. And it says that I cannot help what happens to me today. But I can help how I respond to what happens to me. In my response is my power. In my response is my strength. Again, you have no control over what happens to you daily. You have, Some of you have no control over that. But you do have control over how you respond to what happens to you. So knowing your response, so what am I saying? Your happiness, it lies in the hand of you. Whatever situation you're in, whatever status you're in, you control. You can say, look, I'm going to be single and I'm going to be satisfied. I'm going to be single and I'm going to be content. I'm going to be single and I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be single and I'm going to be joyous. Remember, it's your response to you being in your status. So I want to ask you single ladies. 
How are you responding in your status? Are you moping? Are you looking sad? Is your head hung down because you're not married? When you see married couples, do you get down? Do you get sad? Do you feel useless? Do you feel helpless? Do you feel like you're a nobody? Do you feel like you're a second-class citizen? How's your response? I want you to go with me to Proverbs 23 and 7. Proverbs 23 and 7. And this is such a powerful scripture. And I know we've heard the scripture a lot since we've been in the church. And it reads, for as he thinketh, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, said he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. The first part of that verse, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Do you know your thoughts are a reflection of who you are? Think about that. Your thoughts are a reflection of who you are. If you are miserable right now being single, it's because of what you're thinking. If you are happy right now because you're single, it's because of what you are thinking. Okay? Now, I want you to understand something. You can think your way out of a situation. Okay? Even though you may be in a situation, but you can think your way out of it. Okay? Somebody can be sick, but they can think that they're healed. They can think their mind, even though their body may be saying something, but their mind, they're saying, I'm thinking I'm healed. I'm thinking I'm healed. I'm thinking I'm healed. So as a person think, so is he. So what am I saying to you? You have to think about your status. Think happiness with your status. Think about the benefits, and we're going to talk about that, of being single. Think about all the things you can enjoy being single. Think about all the places you can go being single. Just being single. Think about all the things that you can think about concerning you. All the, the things in your career, the things that you want to do right now while you're single. Because, you know, a lot of times, and, and, and this is my encouragement to ladies, you know, try to, you know, all your career goals, all your endeavors, whatever you have to do right now while you're single, focus on that. Focus on that while you're single. Build your bank account. Save your money. Do all these things while you are single. Because a lot of times when you get married, some I've talked to people that have tried to go back to school while they're married. And some of them, they do accomplish it. But they say it's very difficult. Because when you get married, you know, a, a married lady, she has a husband and she has children. And some of them want to go back to school, but they can't go back to school because they understand, as we talked on last week, a married woman, her first ministry is in her home. Her first ministry is to her husband and her children. So while you're single, think about all the things that you can do while you're single. So think about that. Amen? Okay. And a lot of times ladies are miserable because they're single because they don't know the benefits. They don't know the benefits. You all have benefits, single ladies. And you know what? You got some good benefits being single. You have good benefits being single. Someone may say, well, Sister Coward, you are married and you've been married 30 some years. That's true. But you got to remember, I haven't always been married. 
I was single in the church. I came into church at the age of 21. And I got married to Apostle when I was 23. So I lived about a year and a half, two years, the single life. So I know, I, 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 I can relate to you. I'm married now, but you got to remember some years ago I wasn't. I was just like you. But you know what? I was not miserable being single. I kept myself active in the church. I did things in the church. Every, you know, I was, I was, I mean, we, we went a lot. You know, I kept myself busy. I did things. I was happy being single. I wasn't miserable. You didn't see my head hung down. You didn't, I, I didn't feel less than anybody else because I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't uh, married. But I was happy because there are benefits. And, you know, First of all, um, being single sometimes when you don't know the benefits, you know, um, a lot of times in, in, in the society that we're living in now, you know, I, I want you to know something. It's a blessing in being single. It's not wrong to be single. Sometimes the way people put being single like it's something wrong. It's nothing wrong with being single. It's okay to be single and happy. Now, we have a problem if you're single and, and miserable. We want to change that. But it's okay to be single and happy, single and, and, and joyous. You know, you, you're not a second-class person. You know, um, many people will make, you know, single ladies feel like it's something wrong with them because they're not married. And especially, I, I haven't found it in the Bible that you have to be married at a certain age. I, I, I agree, you don't want to be in your 60s and get married, but some people do. Some people in their 50s, you know. It, it doesn't, I, I, I know what society say and I know what the norms say, but I want, you to, I want you to understand there is nothing wrong with you if you reach a certain age, you're in your 30s or your late 20s, and you say, I haven't got married, and you're in your 40s, almost 40s. I don't want you to think it's something wrong with me because I have not gotten married, Okay. And please don't let anybody make you feel that way, okay? So, Apostle Paul, he talks about the single life. Let's go to 1 Corinthians, the 7th chapter, very quickly. 1 Corinthians, the 7th chapter. Again, you have benefits. You have good benefits. You have benefits that a married woman don't have. There were benefits that I had when I was single, benefits I don't have now. I lost those benefits, Okay, it's almost like a job. You got you get a good job and and you get those benefits on that job, but then you leave that job, you lose those benefits. So I left the single status and I came in into the merit status. So I lost those benefits. Now I got benefits too now. Now it's it's beautiful being married. That's a whole nother topic. I don't I don't want to get it twisted. I don't want you to think it's 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 not you know um, good being married. It's is is I love being married. I'm I thank God for my marriage. Marriage is beautiful, you know. Um, but I I don't have the same benefits that I had when I was single. Okay, it's a little different there. And y'all married ladies, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The benefits are a little different. You still get them, but they not like they were when single. So. Ladies, you do have benefits, okay? First Corinthians, the seventh chapter, verses six and verse eight through eight. This is Apostle Paul. He said, but I speak this by permission and not of commandment. For I would that all men were even as, a, as myself, but every man has his proper gift of God. One after this matter and another after that. I say, therefore, unto the unmarried and widows, it is good for them 
if they abide even as I. So Paul even knew it was some benefits. You get a little bit more better benefits being, being single than you do married, okay? Because single ladies, you have the uh, advantage that married ladies don't have. That's your benefits are a little bit better, okay? Um, one of the benefits, that's why Paul says, better if you just abide even as I. Because when you're single, you can be as spiritual as you want to be. A married lady can't be as spiritual as she want to be at all times. But single ladies, you got that benefit. You can stay on cloud 10. You can go somewhere and you can, you can just fast all you want to. That's your benefit. Okay? You can be as dedicated to ministry. You can be as dedicated to the Lord. You can be dedicated to those things. That's your benefit that you have. You have an advantage over the married lady. Okay? Let's go to 1 Corinthians 7 and 32. It says, but I would have you without carefulness. He that is unmarried, carried for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord. A married woman, she has to please her husband. But the scriptures say a single woman, she must please the Lord. A single woman, your total focus should be on the Lord. That's what the scriptures say. He that is unmarried, care for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord. So your total focus should be on how can I please the Lord? Have you ever thought about that, single ladies? Think about that. I want you to ask yourself that. How can I please the Lord? Well, when a woman is married, she finds out what pleases her husband. And if she's a good wife, she'll do everything that she can to please him. She may know there's a certain dish that he likes for her to cook. She's going to try to cook that often because she knows that's his favorite. She may know he likes when he comes home, he wants his bath water fixed. Whatever, whatever satisfies him, whatever pleases him a good wife is going to do that to please her husband as a single woman and you know what when you're married you find out what pleases your husband you find out you you you, you notice things that he like you listen to him and you find out he like that he may like like certain things for you to wear a certain way you fix your hair when you're married and you find that out and so when you find out what pleases him you you do those things often because you want to please him with single ladies the scripture says he that is a married care for the things that belong to the lord how he may please the lord so let me ask you a question single ladies have you found out what pleases the Lord? Hmm. Have you found out what satisfy him? See, a married lady, sometimes she doesn't know what pleases her husband. He have, he have to tell her that. She have to, you know, find out about him. She have to study him to know that. And sometimes as a single lady, you know, you can be single, but sometimes single ladies, you don't even know what pleases the Lord. Mm-hmm. So you have to find out what pleases him. 
He likes fasting. He likes for you to present your body to him. Fast, he likes for you to give up some things for him. He likes for you to make sacrifice for him. When, you, when you're single, he likes for you to put down that plate and, 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 and give your whole self to him. He likes that. He likes that when you fast, single lady, you please him. Because you know what? You're giving less of you and more to him. And he likes that. He likes, he likes your body to present it to him. Okay? He likes for you to please him when you talk to him. Oh, yes, he loves for us to talk to him. He loves for us to communicate, you know, to him. You single ladies, you're you finding out what pleases him. He likes for you to talk to him. How do you talk to him? You talk to him in prayer. You know, when a married lady, she married and she, and she pleases her husband, you know, he, if he like for her to, to, to talk to him all day or call him a certain day, she know what pleases him. She does that. Well, guess what, single ladies? God wants you to talk to him. He wants you to be the first one when you wake up in the morning and talk to him. A, a married lady, the first person she speak to, sometimes it's not God. It, it, sometimes it has to be her husband. But you, when you wake up, the first thing can be Jesus. Okay? Does that please him when you talk about him? Does that please him when you read about him? When you get into the word of God, single ladies, and you read and you, you study about him, that's how you know what pleases him when you read about him, when you study about him. Being married, and ladies that have been married for years, it's a lot of things they didn't know about their husband, but they had to study him. So God wants you to study him and know what he like, know what pleases him. And many times single women are miserable because they're not trying to please God. They're trying to please themselves. And if you're trying to please yourself before you please God, you're going to be miserable. Try to please God. And when you please God, you automatically please yourself. What do you mean by that, Sister Cowboy? When I please a possible, when I do the things that I know satisfy him and please him, you know what? In return, I'm being pleased because I'm happy that he's pleased. So when you happy, and so it is with God, when you, when you know that God is pleased with your lifestyle, you know God is pleased with what you're doing, you, you're going to automatically be helped. I mean, happy because you feel like I'm pleasing God, and oh, I feel joyous. I'm already pleasing myself because I'm pleasing God. Amen? So single lady, God wants you first to know how to please him. And when you know how to please him as a single woman, you will automatically know how to please your husband when you get married automatically it start first with God it start first with him again first Corinthians 7 and 32 and it says but I would have you without carefulness he that is unmarried care for the things that belong to the Lord how he may please the Lord let's look up care he that is unmarried careth Care for the things of the Lord. Care means when you care for something, you have a feeling of concern about it. When you care. It means to feel interest, to help, to protect. Many of you that have children, you care about them. You protect them. You have an interest in what they're doing. That's anything that you care for. 
a married lady. She care for her husband. She she's going to try to protect him. She's going to, you know, so that's that's anything you, you have an interest in it. So care for the things that belong to the Lord. Single ladies, what belong to the Lord? Have you found out? Have you ever thought about what some of the things that belong to the Lord? Whatever belong to the Lord, I should be caring for. I should have a feeling or concerned about it. I should have an interest in it, the things that belong to the Lord. I should protect it. Well, one thing that belongs to the Lord is his house. His house, the church, the building. It's a sanctuary made for God. That's his house. So, single ladies, how do we tend to the house of God? What's, what's the interest in the house of God? Remember when you care it, she care it for the things that belong to the Lord. I'm going to make sure his house is clean. I'm not saying single ladies shouldn't clean the house, but I'm saying this is, this is first for the single ladies. You know, we all in this together. So we all, you know, whatever church, you know, all of us have to, you know, um, pitch in and help, but single ladies, this is what the word of the Lord say that your ministry is, as a single lady, cleaning the house of God. It's his, so you're protecting it, you're caring for it, you're making sure that, you know, people don't just come and do the church any kind of way. They, the children don't put their feet on the seat. People don't leave gum and sunflower seeds and candy and all that stuff. Come on, because, come on, that's your man house. I don't let anybody just come in my house and do it any kind of way. I'm first of all, because I know there's a certain look that apostle want that house to be. So I'm not going to let anybody, even when our children was home, no, y'all got to get this up. Y'all got to clean this because your daddy come home. He's not going to want this house like this. So that's the same way in the church. This is the Lord's house. So we got to make sure it's clean. We have an interest in it. We have an interest in the house of God. Concerned about, concerned how it look, concerned how it smell. Amen. Amen. What belonged to him, his house? What about staying all night with God in his house? Single ladies. Come on here. This is house. Come on, many of you stayed with a man all night in the world. Oh, come on. This is house. We could stay all night with him, okay, being single. Again, married ladies can stay all night, but we're saying this is the first. See, married ladies, as we talk about those benefits, she might not can stay all night. She may can just stay up two, three hours, and she got to go home. But you care it for the things of, of the Lord, what belongs to him. This is his house. Stay all night with him. You can talk to him all night. You can let God caress you hold you talk to you minister to you you minister to him amen amen being happy being happy while you're single remember it's a choice and I pray that you choose to be happy being single when you're happy you don't look desperate 
You know, we're living in a time now because, you know, people have put so much, if you're not married, you got to get married. You got to get married. At a certain age, you got to get married. You got to get. And so what come, you know, sometimes as single ladies, you allow the outside, you know, to put that pressure on you. And then you start getting desperate, which means that anybody come along, oh, I want to get married. Oh, I want to talk to him. He that findeth a wife. And we're we going to talk about that on another time. But don't be desperate. The first thing that come along, the first person that, the first man that come and join the church and get filled with the Holy Ghost because he's single, that don't mean that that's your husband. You can't be desperate. We can't be thirsty. Come on, single ladies. While you're single, you can be choicy. You can be picky. Mm-hmm. You can. You can be choicy. You can be, you can be picky being a single lady. You have your standard and you can stick with it. You don't have to set up nothing. If this, what you want, stick to it. You don't have to lower your value for anybody while you're single. You have that. See, that's another advantage you got. You know what you want, how you want it. You got that choice. Okay? Another thing as, as, as single ladies. Don't look desperate. Fix your hair. Don't look sad. Don't mope. Fix your hair. Fix your clothes. Happy. Don't look gloomy. Don't look down. Don't, 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 don't dress like you're down. Don't wear your hair. Let your hair be all over your head. If he is looking for you, if your hair all over your head and you dress in the kind of way, he's going to look over you. Come on, he that findeth the wife, let him find you. And when he find you, you got to be in good, good condition. When he find you, are you happy? Many times, um, men won't find women because they, they look depressed. They look sad. And they don't want to deal with the drama. Oh, come on here. While you're single, this is your time to invest. You got to benefit. Invest. In your career right now. I can't be no career woman. I'm married. No. I, I, I know we have some career women that are married. But I'm saying for Sister Kyle. But I can't be no. I, I, I have. I, my, my first ministry is my home. So I have too much to do to be a career woman. Okay. Invest in yourself. You want to go to school? Invest in college. Do all these things now. Save. Build up, okay? Try that right now while you're single. That's very important, single ladies. You have the benefit of being single. You do not have to be miserable. You make the choice of that. Be happy. Pick up yourself if you've been downed. You are blessed. You are blessed in your status. Think about what you can do. And key on that. What you thinketh, that's what you're going to be. You have the power to respond positive in your status. Amen. I pray that this was a blessing to you single ladies today. Amen. We're going to, the Lord say the same on next Tuesday. We will be dealing, going back and dealing with some more things with the single ladies. I want to pray for you um, right now. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. I lift up every single 
lady right now under the sound of my voice. And God, I ask that you would bless her. God, I ask you to let her know how valuable she is right now. God, I, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would be the lifter up of our head. I, I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, God, the ones that are down and the ones that are feeling less value. I pray that what has been said today, God, that it would give them, God, uh, uplift them in their spirit, uplift them to know who they are, God, and let them know, God, the things that belong to you, God, how they can minister to you, God, and the things that you are requiring out of them, oh God. I just pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, that you will bless them to be an example to other single ladies and why they in their status, God, that they would be the best in their status, oh God, and they would take, oh God, what they have, and they would take it to an another level, oh God, and those that are waiting, God, help them to wait with patience, help them not to be thirsty, help them not to be desperate, oh God, in the name of Jesus, and God, we're just praying that every single woman, God, would do what is required for her to do while she's in this status. I thank you on today, um, for listening on today, and I pray that it was an encouragement. Something that was said today will be an encouragement to you. I love you, and may you be blessed until next time. In Jesus' name.